Welcome to the Dutch Endeavor Podcast. We are back. Some of you are probably unhappy about that. Most of you are probably super happy about that. Uh, um, my heart's just not in it tonight. But we're, we're going to make this one fun. Or we're going to try to. Uh, the abs are on. They're playing like shit. And after the last podcast, oh, I'm still recovering. Lots of drinking, lots of things going on. Um, I'll cover those things. But we had fun. If you didn't, if you didn't hear the last one, you definitely should. It, it's a little long. It was three hours, but there's video. There's a girl, and it, it was fun. We we talked about a lot of weird shit. Things got weird. I I don't remember past like twenty five minutes because I I was having a real good time. But yeah, check it out. You know, let me know. You want RJ or Blippo back? Uh, I assume you all want RJ. I've, I've seen the comments so far. Because it's, it's on YouTube right now. It'll be live on the rest of the stuff later. Uh, oh, fuck. Minnesota just scored. Yeah, we might be going back and forth between the hockey game because uh, Minnesota just scored. They're beating the ass right now 2-1. to one. Fuckers. Um, okay, so lots to talk about. Uh, let's see. Where do we start? Oh, Coca-Cola. Fuck, dude. I love Coke. I really do. I mean, <laughs> not like Coke. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but Coca-Cola, I, that's what goes in my bourbon. I only drink Coca-Cola. If I go to a restaurant, somebody's like, hey, man, Pepsi all right? Fuck no, Pepsi's not all right. That's why I asked for Coke. Um, but this week, they said some dumb shit. Or they, uh, I don't know, they put out some corporate training crap. In case you didn't hear, Coca-Cola put out some corporate racial diversity training. And basically the message was, basically, figuratively, and quite fucking literally, one of the signs said, be less white. I mean, part of me doesn't even know where to start with this. The fact that we've gotten to this point that Coca-Cola's advice is to be less white fucking burn it down who gives a shit if, if we've reached this point it is it's over I'm not gonna start drinking coke though cause Pepsi is so much more crazy and shittier tasting I guess I could make I've never tried the soda stream stuff I don't know let me know maybe soda stream is fuck dude coke cola is just so good but they're so uh hooking penalty on the wild Alright, alright, ass. Maybe we're gonna have a three on five coming up. Alright, so Coke fucked up and said stupid things about diversity training, and I'm really not sure how we got this nuts, and people are still like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah cool, like, roll on, brother. Again, this is back to the offensive crap, but really, if you're buying this shit, you're the problem. You're the stupid person. That is making this bad for everyone. <sighs> this is back to the whole thing that today's liberalism is definitely a mental illness. You you can't think that putting a slideshow together. I wish I had the slides, but like I said, I'm just my heart's not really in this part of it tonight. My heart's not in any of this because it's just all so depressing. Um. But I'll try to make it fun. Maybe the Owls will win and it'll be even more fun. Last week was fun. I'll drink more. It'll be fun. But it's, it's, it's just so depressing. 
how the fuck did we get here that this is something that being less be less white is even a thing? Fuck off. <laughs> black people are they're also twenty percent of the population. You want twenty percent of the say? Okay. You don't get a hundred percent though. And that's what you know, be less white. You mean be less uh, let's not even step into that. But yeah, Coke fucked up. I'm sure it'll bite him in the ass somewhere. Probably won't because the woke crowd will latch on it. Maybe oh, he'll start drinking Coke. Let's see. Oh, Biden's Town Hall. We might have covered this on the last one, but again, I was having a good time, so I might not remember. But uh, just real quick, a couple things. And this ties in with the other thing that we're going to play a new game called what if Trump said that <laughs> so imagine this is that old Trump he's up there and says hey man black and brown people just don't know how to use their computers and the internet fuck man the world probably would have ended people would have been riding in the streets burning shit down CNN would have had aneurysms PSNBC everybody would have been beside themselves but actually it turns out that plugs Uncle Joe, Sleepy Joe, got up there and said, Hey, man, I just, them black people and the brown people, they don't know how to use that internet or their computers. And everybody's just like, Okay, well, fuck me. That's not racist at all. That's just Joe being Joe. And it's okay because Orange Man bad and still bad. We are still harping on Trump and the man's gone. What else do you say in that town hall? Oh, yeah, the whole thing, like, you know, another one. God damn it. Uh, Grubauer just gave up another goal. I don't know if you guys watch this, but lately he just, he's always out of position on saves, but he just is horribly out now, and the abs are just out of sync. And it, it's tough to watch because I love them, and they're just, they're so good. They're the best team in hockey. They have, like, the top. Christ, their top three lines are better than anybody else's line. They just... Grubauer sucks. Fight me on that. Add Dutch the Beast on Twitter or add Dutch in Denver. No, I. Dutch the letter in Denver on Twitter. Add all that shit. Fight me. I mean, you can argue with me. That'd probably be better. All right, so back to Plugs' town hall. When he said black people can't use computers or don't know how. Then he also goes on, like I said, to sit to say, hey, you know, we didn't have a vaccine before I was elected. Oh, no, no, oh. But Dutch, you're wrong. Yeah, I know, it's wrong. I was doing it for dramatic effect. Biden said we didn't have a vaccine when we took office. Biden and Harris took office. That's not true. And what do we call things that aren't true? Lies. Or entertainment. He lied about it. Or he just misspoke because he's a crazy old man with dementia. Which, that's what I, I'm going with. He's a crazy... But no one said a thing. It's just like, oh, yeah, no, no. Biden Harris, yeah, they did it all. Fuck Trump. What the hell? Orange man, bad. It's just... And if you can't see the contrast, this is, again, why liberalism is a mental disorder. It's because they don't see the contrast. They're just like, oh, yeah, Biden just slipped up. If Trump had said that, if, let's switch and say that Biden was in office with Harris for four years and they're the ones that had the vaccine implemented under their administration and then Trump got up and said, well, we didn't have a vaccine until we took office. You people would be beside yourself. We would have liberals dying in the streets 
over this. It would be, it would probably be writing. That's basically what you do for a living. Um, it's just, it's nuts to me that it doesn't seem like people see the difference, or it's not even a difference, just, you know, what if Trump had said this? What if Trump had said that, you know, well, the blacks and browns can't use an internet? Fuck me, it would have been bad. I mean, it would have been funny for me, because I, I think this is all funny. At a certain point, I, I truly believe that half of you are fucking retarded, and I feel bad for you. I feel worse for us, because right now, you, y'all are in control, and... I mean, for instance, uh, Carrie came out and said, we got nine years left. We've passed so many deadlines of we got two years, five years, until the end of the goddamn world because of climate change and nothing's happened. Nothing. And we just keep moving the goalposts and now it's... I I think Carrie said nine years and we're totally fucked. We were supposed to be totally fucked 20 years ago and we're not... Oh, but that doesn't fit the narrative. But this is, again, people just going along with it. Yeah, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah, fine, that's... Wait, what, 12 years? 12 years is up? The 12 years has been up for 20 years? So we're, like, 32 years? Yeah? Now it's not? Oh, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, fuck the new Green Deal. Get rid of it. Bring it all down. How does anyone take this crap seriously? Uh, let's see. What else? Oh, the, uh, the governor of New York. You guys have been following this. The whole, uh, like the nursing home thing that he didn't report the numbers and shit like that. Nothing will happen because of that. Yeah, he killed old people. Um, and now, (laughs) this is, this is the more interesting thing to me because we all know that everyone, Everyone has lied about COVID. There's not that many, there's not as many deaths as they say. It's not as dangerous. All of it is just a bullshit lie. But what I'm more concerned about is now he's been accused of sexual harassment and silence. Absolute silence from everybody. If it had been Trump. If it had been anybody else who wasn't on the left side of the aisle. Ooh, excuse me. What happened in the mute the Me Too movement? That only applies to certain people, Dutch. You gotta know more. You gotta be better. That's right, I do. So apparently Me Too doesn't involve Democrats or anybody like that or murder murderous governors from New York. Sorry, scoring opportunity. You guys should be watching the ass game while we're doing this. Alright, so, you know, murderous governor from New York sexually molests someone and everybody's just like, who cares? But if it had been anybody on the right, they would have been crucified beyond belief. They would have been canceled. Fuck your cancel culture, too. I know I've said that before, but cancel me. I'll kick your ass. Um, <laughs> that's not a threat. YouTube or whoever's listening to this or iTunes are not a threat. Just, but seriously, you trying to cancel me? I will kick your ass. I'll find you. I got nothing better to do. Uh, but yeah, the guy was accused of sexual harassment and um, what happened to believe women? 
Nothing. Oh yeah, the hypocrisy of the left. God damn it! I keep forgetting that. I need I need that tattooed somewhere. Maybe a new tattoo too. We'll talk about that later. Maybe a sleeve. Let's see what else. Oh, so watching the Avs game. It's almost over. It's not almost over. The second's almost over. We got forty seconds left. We all know the only sports I'm related to now are hockey and hopefully upcoming baseball, but who knows with COVID. Um, the Avs were part of the outdoor series in Lake Tahoe uh, this weekend because stadium series had to be canceled because of COVID, because I don't know why. I mean, people are still wearing masks outside like fucking retards and all this stuff, but uh, so the Avs are out there in uh, Tahoe, and they've got a one o'clock game. Now I could be wrong, and the weather could have been supposed to be super cold, blah blah blah. But someone who lives in Colorado and knows how cold weather works, it could be zero degrees, and if the sun's out, and you're like sitting directly in the sun. It's like 40 or 50, and you're comfortable. I've sat out on the patio or the deck many, many times in shorts and t-shirt when it's freezing outside, but I'm in the sun. How the NHL then see this coming, especially with giant glass panels like surrounding the ice? And so when I was a kid, then I, I think when many of you, probably more male than female, were kids... We have these things called magnifying glasses, and if you lined up the sun, it it went through and it made a little dot. And the uh, the smaller you can make the dot, the more intense the heat was. Like you could light matches and fireworks and start fires with this. And what we mainly did was burn ants and bugs with it. And no, we weren't psychopaths. It's just what you did. But this was like a basic thing of physics that you know you learned since you were like seven. That you know if you if you shine sunlight through glass, it would make a magnifying effect and melt or heat things up a lot. So the ice is like slush, which again, Colorado skiing on slush isn't fun. That's why spring skiing isn't fun. It's a tourist thing. Skiing in shorts isn't fun. It's like skiing on slush. It's awful. Um, early season skiing and late skiing is not good skiing. It's it's a tourist trap. And people are like, oh yeah, I just I want to get those last days in, bro. And well, your life revolves around it, and you're equally a loser. Um, but yeah, skiing on slush is not fun. I can only imagine skating on slush is not fun, especially when you're a professional hockey player, and you know it. it and the Avs, Jesus, the fastest team in the NHL, followed by maybe the second or third fastest team. It just—it was a sloppy first period. Ew, God. Was, and the ruts they showed were huge. We're talking like 12-foot ruts are like four inches deep. You can't skate on that. Also, you know, you're a million-dollar hockey player. You don't want to get hurt on that. I totally get that. My issue is it should have been planned better. Um, it was super fun to see him outside, though. Tahoe, it looked very pretty. You did have the pine trees, the snow, clear blue skies, picturesque, perfect. Except the sun's out magnifying the ice. It made it horrible. A couple things. 
It's 2021. You don't have bigger cooling shit. You should be able to make an ice rink when it's 80 out. So yeah, so they go into the first intermission that lasted uh, eight hours. The, yeah, they later they ended up finishing the game at like 10 p.m. Denver time, which yeah I stayed up for, but was a mistake. And then the game the next day it, it was prolonged too because they still started with the sun out. You you should have learned your lesson the first time. Play in the dark. You got lights and crap. I don't know. It just it wasn't what I thought it would be. Super cool to see it. I would have loved to have been there. I'm sure a lot of fans would have been. I like the outdoor games. I think they're a good thing for the league. I love them. Just you hire me. I can tell you that if you're going to play in the... Even if it's Colorado and it's 20 degrees. Yeah, the sun's going to fuck with you a little bit. So maybe let's play at night. We can still be outside. We can illuminate all around. We can still see pine trees. We can still see snow on the ground. We can still see all that crap. Just don't make me wait out eight hours in between periods. What else we got? It's intermission on the Avs game of Fame Makers. Um, this is a little bit of personal information, like what's going on, because I'm I'm working with professionals that are going to make this co- this podcast better, more professional. We have a big announcement coming up in April, um, but. You know, and they're saying certain things they want out of me, like, hey, dude, you need consistency. And I I want to be consistent. I really do. But some of the issues we're running into, and part of why I started this podcast, is like six months ago, I had an injury. I tore my Achilles tendon, which in itself is a pretty bad injury from what everyone's told me and what I've currently experienced. And then now it's been compounded because I have a a perineal nerve like a big nerve in your leg um, that has been affected from the surgery or the nerve blocker nobody knows nobody wants to admit anything and it's presented some major difficulties with me being able to do consistent things like surgeries with clots and blah blah we're going to have other ones coming up Um, but I will try and be as open as I can um I'll try and be as consistent as I can. And I really, I want to do the Tuesday, Thursday live streams. And those will be the podcast days. It's just, if you catch it at that time, you'll catch the live stream, uh, the live stream, but the podcast will actually be on platforms, but there'll be a twice a week thing. And, you know, I'll, I'll try my best to do that. Part of it, too, is, you know, you guys give me some feedback because I feel like all we talk about is politics. Um, but I was chatting with my buddy tonight and, you know, we politics are they've invaded everything. It's in our sports. It's in social media. It's fucking everywhere. And I don't always want to be negative, but it just right now it's fuck me, it's just, it is all negative and it's all politics and it's tough Trust when baseball starts we'll talk a lot more baseball um, we'll probably lose some people because you guys don't want to hear me talk about baseball for an hour um, but I will we'll light it up with guests but that's just kind of what's going on and I'll go into detail later Like I've got doctors who are incompetent, the surgeon I've been trying to get into this idiot well the surgeon I see all the time but I've been trying to get these referrals for neurosurgeons to fix the 
the nerve issue since like mid December, and here we are like in February, and everybody's still like, Ugh. oh, okay, well, we can talk about this for a little bit. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm, oops, what was that? Nah, who cares? Um, so you guys know me, I'm pretty docile and not outspoken, but I had an appointment with my surgeon, and this was after, like, a bunch of phone tag that was like, hey, dude, I need this referral, and he's like, okay, I sent it. I was like, okay, where? Mm, I don't know, we'll call you back. Okay, cool. And then they never call me back, so I call them back, and like, uh, we'll get right on that. And so, like, phone tag and just nobody doing anything for a month or more. So I finally get in to see this guy, and, like, the third referral he's tried to give me, it turns out that this, this neurosurgeon has been retired for, like, three years. And, you know, I called his office and was like, hey, man, uh... Are you sure this guy isn't retired? And like, oh, we'll check and call you back. And clearly he never did. You know, I Google him and like in three seconds, I found out he's been retired for three years. So I finally get this face-to-face meeting with him. And he's like, well, you know, take off your sock. Let's look. It's like, wait a minute. I need to talk to you about some things, dude. First of all, blah. And then I tell him, it's like, hey, I've been calling you guys. I've been doing all this. And nothing's happened. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry, blah, blah. So then his little M.A. comes in. <laughs> uh, so there's part of this story, too. Um, I did telehealth, which telehealth is like you get on your iPad and you don't actually have to go in. Um, and you just talk to them on your iPad, like video chat, which, you know, because of COVID and they're much more available for telehealth and some of these tests I wanted to go over with him immediately via telehealth. And that was my only option, so that's what I took. So one of these telehealth things I get is, you know, the census link that's like, you know, Susie wants to start this conversation with you, and it shows a picture of Susie. And the picture of Susie, folks, Susie's like a, a 20 out of 10. She is smoking. And then clearly she comes on the telehealth, and it's like, woo different pictures but I mean you really you really got me into this and it's not but that we all have had experiences with that on the internet you know it's like she's really cute and then or he I'm not discriminating you know it's really cute and then you you meet him in real life and they're not Um, so she gets online and she's not so I'm, I'm now I'm at the in-person thing, and I, you know, I'm t- telling this doc like, "Hey, you guys are incompetent. I hate you, and fuck me, and get your shit together." So he sends her in, and she's she doesn't look bad, but she, you know, she's got a little computer out, and she shows me the referral she sent over, and the referrals are really like my name, insurance, date of birth. Blah blah blah, but it, it's not like an actual referral. It's just a stupid piece of paper with my name, Dave. I'm like, well, show me the referral on here where it says who you sent it to, what you. And she stares at it. And she's like, well, this is what I sent. Like, okay, well, fuck me, that's nothing. You know, this doesn't mean dick all. And then she had an aneurysm that I said the word dick and did like a twenty minute monologue about how I shouldn't be offensive. Um, at this point, I'm super pissed. 
Like, I'm, I'm ready to start really dropping F-bombs and stuff. And I say, you know, and another thing is this referral that you allegedly sent, you referred me to someone who's been retired for like three years. And she looks at me and says, it's not my or our responsibility to make sure that the doctor is still practicing medicine. And I quickly responded like, well, I mean, it took me like five seconds to Google him. And her response was, well, I don't have that kind of time. How many patients do you see a day? And that's when I lost it. And I was like, you have to leave the room now because I can't. I, I mean, this level of incompetence, I can't take any longer. Pretty or not. And I'm, I'm not one of those people who like tips pretty bartenders more than ugly ones. I tip good bartenders who are efficient. I, I literally don't care what the bartender looks like. I feel... I fully understand. I just want my drinks made properly and delivered in a timely manner. And if you're pretty and you do that, great. You're going to get the same amount of tip as someone who's ugly and does that. But if you're pretty and you're shit at your job, you're not, no, you're not getting a tip just because you're pretty. So, yeah, I was like, I, you know, you, you got to get out of here because I'm, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to say much worse words than dick in a minute so you know the surgeon comes back in and I was like dude you, you can't bring her back in here I, I'm done with her I don't ever want to speak to her again this is absurd and he's like oh yeah but so long story short we're still dealing with this this was like a month ago that this happened um, uh, we've had a surgery since then and some things have gone on but you know we're still dealing with this no one's actually they just still put you off and I'm patient now. I'm not going to be soon. And I won't say any names yet. But if this goes south, I will say names because I don't want this to happen to anyone else. This is, I literally cannot feel my right foot, the one that I had the surgery on, the whole foot. And the times that I do feel it, it's excruciating, like nerve pain. Like if someone hit your funny bone and then hit the top of your foot with a hammer. I don't, I don't wish that on anyone. Um, but I don't. I don't want to throw him under the bus yet. I will though, because I. I have a feeling this is never going to happen. <laughs> I mean, we're, it will, but we're going to have to go through them, not through them, but above them. But then it got me thinking that this doctor's off, this surgeon's office is, is so incompetent, or because everyone you know makes that joke. Well, they're, they're surgeons; they just want to slice and dice, and. In, in this experience, because I've had other surgeries that have been much, much better, but th- this is so indicative of that that they couldn't even be bothered to find me a doctor who is still practicing medicine. And now, granted, this the nerve thing is very rare. Uh, I spoke to the anesthesiologist. He's like, hey, man, I've done a gazillion of these and you're the second one that this has happened to. I'm super sorry. And he's all right. The surgeon is, you know, he's like, well, um, so it is rare. But I literally think that when I needed a, a neurosurgeon referral, they literally just Googled neurosurgeons in Colorado. And whatever showed up first, whether it was a neurosurgeon from the 50s who innovated something or whatever, or a retired one, 
is who they referred me to. And again, I understand that it's rare and it's not like a normal referral, but I still think that they should have like a collective, you know, list of people who are still practicing medicine. And I can understand if the guy retired a month ago, cool. I get that. The list hasn't been updated. But three years? Mm, man, that's a stretch. That, you know, ooh. I'd be like calling up an ex-girlfriend like, hey, you want to go out? You know, it's our three-year anniversary. And she's like, wait a minute, we haven't dated in three years. And you're like, oh, I didn't know. Uh, come on. That's, you know, part of your... The big thing was, you know, it's not their responsibility to follow up on referrals and all this stuff. When it 100% is their responsibility to do it. I can't do it. I know how the medical field works. I have family in it. If you're that guy that calls all the time, it's like, hey, you you get pushed down the bottom of the list. You do. It's, it's the way that it works. If you're the annoying patient, you're the last one that they call. And no, it's not an emergency. Because if it is an emergency, call 911 clearly. But it's a... I mean, it's a big problem for me. It's not for them because I'm I'm a problem for them. This is a surgery that went poorly and they don't want to deal with it because it makes them look bad. But to me, the logical thing would be like, okay, dude, here are the people you need to see. See them now. We're done with you. And then I'm on to the referrals and everything's fine. But if I have to keep calling, you know, two times a week, like, what the fuck's going on? He's like, oh, let me check. And then he never calls back, so I have to call back. And mm, I got the guy's personal cell phone number now, so I I call him. I'm going to call him every day if I have to. I'm like, dude, seriously, chop, chop. So that's a little bit of what's going on with me and why things could be a little bit wonky for a little bit. I, again, I'll try my best because I literally have nothing else to do besides like PT, doctor's appointments, and crying. I don't actually cry because I'm tough. Um, okay, so let's see. Perfect segue. I've always been a big talk radio guy. I listened to music when I was a kid. I mean, like a kid in mom's car. And then I rode with dad and listened to talk radio. You guys heard it, Rush Baby. But, yeah, I've, I've listened to talk radio for a long, long time. I like it. Um, it's entertaining to me. I feel like uh, you can learn some things. But one of the shows I listen to is uh, it's a Denver show, and it's on at noon. And I listen to it, and then I switch over to another one, too. <laughs> I love Mike. Uh, Michael Brown, you guys, former femur, yeah. But the one I listened to at noon, uh, the the woman's name is Mandy, and she's very entertaining. She's uh, she is smart ninety five percent of the time. Sometimes she does some things that are boring, and I don't care about, or she says some dumb things. And fortunately, this is one of like the dumb things she was talking about. So she brought up a statistic that. Like, and I'm going to paraphrase some of this, but it isn't exactly the point, so it won't really matter. But the statistics she had, and this was a CDC thing, I think, or, uh, I don't know, this is a government thing. The gun violence deaths in the United States are X. Let's say there's a hundred of them. 
40 out of those 100 gun violence deaths are black, younger black people. And it was like 15 to 30, okay? But the thing is, is that the 15 to 30 black range only made up 2% of the population. That was the stat, okay? I might have butchered a little bit. You can look it up. But it was very to the point and vague and nothing else. It's fucking crazy. Because I'll elaborate on this. 2% of the population of the United States of America makes up 40... By the way, she read it, and I'm pretty sure she was right. 2% of the population makes up for 40% of the gun violence in this country. Think about that. That's insane. <laughs> so then, a black guy, and I, I'm not saying that racially or anything, I just know it because he identified as a black guy in this thing, calls up and says, hey, don't pay attention to, again, paraphrasing, but this was the gist of it. Don't pay attention to those numbers at all. I'm super sick of people saying when a white cop or any cop shoots a black guy, they say, hey, but what about black-on-black violence? And Mandy kept saying, yes, cops kill black people, but black people kill black people. And I love Mandy. I Again, I listen to her every day, as much as I can. Maybe not, yeah, a lot. And I most of the time, it's great. But this time, I just, I wanted to scream at her and I know she wouldn't take my text call or anything like that. Cause, and we'll get into, you know, people who talk and do nothing. But all she had to say was and. Not but, and. Cops kill black people, yes. And black people kill black people. So, yes, cops do. And we're not even going to say white cops because I'm sure there's been a black cop that has killed a black person. But, yes, cops do shoot black people and they riot, riot about it and they go nuts. But how many a year did the cops really kill? Less than 20? Probably. I think it's 13. Is like the average recently. Or, which, again, 13 people killed horrible loss of life. In Denver, the Elijah McClain thing, I can get into that later. <laughs> I'm not sure we will, but horrible thing. George Floyd? Horrible thing. Any loss of life is horrible, but if you're doing stupid stuff and you attract the attention of the police and they kill you because you're acting whatever. Okay, small percentage. Not small potatoes, small percentage. But when we talk about... Oh no, sorry. Let's rephrase that. Not small potatoes, small fringe. And added to the fact that 40% of gun violence is black on black. The two things can... And Manny did point this out, which I will give her this, but it was just... It was a very dirty conversation... Not like dirty F-words and stuff like that, but just poorly constructed. And a bunch of black people are killing each other. And no one gives a shit. 
No one's riding in the streets over it. It's just like, oh, well, you know, pay no attention. And that is a little bit why I personally can't take any of this seriously. I mean, you they account for 40%, and I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure she said 40. I'm going off her numbers. If they're wrong, correct me. At Dutch in Denver, no I, or at Dutch Beast on Twitter, let me know. When it's you versus you, and I say black versus black, and you account for 50, 40% of the deaths of gun violence, and you're 2% of the population, that's a big fucking problem. And I'll tell you what, it's not nearly as big of a problem as cops shooting 10 of you. Now, the gentleman who called in did bring up a good point and say, hey, you know, the black guy who shoots the other black guy is a criminal. Yep. But the cop who shoots the black guy is either within his scope of work or a criminal. And I think for the most part, we've done that. We've prosecuted the ones who fucked up and the ones who didn't, we haven't. And if you're pissed about that, I'm sorry, but you, you don't know what it's like. Like Your whole job is dealing with crazy fucks with a gun. I'd be pretty trigger happy too. I'd probably have a lot more shootings than some of the other ones do. I wouldn't fuck around. You pull a knife on me. I'm not talking you down. You're getting popped in the face. Ash just scored. Alright, 3-2. They could probably still pull this out. 17 minutes left in the third. Eh, we'll see how it goes. Okay, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put up with this shit. You charge me, I'd shoot you. I mean, you're a cop. You're trained to deal with this situation, but you're also a cop and you have a certain level of respect, man. So when they say freeze, fucking freeze. Jesus Christ. I don't care what goddamn color you are. Just freeze. And when they say stop, just stop. And yes, I I understand that some cops are racist. Okay? But the majority of the time, that will come out in the courts. But unfortunately, it never gets to the courts because somebody overreacts and pulls a knife on them and gets shot in the face. And yes, it will suck going to jail. But sometimes it's just better to go and be proven innocent other than assumed guilty and shot in the face. Uh, the pups and the goal. Oh, no, it's in front. All right, he's saved it. Okay. So, I mean, it's just, it's like that, that, you know... Never mind the mass murder over here. Let's just focus on the one or two over here because it fits the agenda. And that's what I, I hate. For instance, the Babylon Bee, if you guys don't follow them on Twitter, you absolutely should or get on their website or whatever. They're satire. And they put out some joke today about the corporate diversity training. And their one slide, one, one fucking slide was stop judging people on the color of skin. That's it. That's how you end racism. But you can't, you can also not interject racism whereas it doesn't belong. Stop, stop saying white cop shoots black guy. Just say cop shoots guy. Okay? See where we go from there. Just everybody, guy, girl, you know, or person, person. Cop shoots person. See how it, and then we say, you know, person charged cop with knife, cop shot person. Everybody be like, yeah, fuck yeah, good job, cop. But if you say white cop, Shoots black guy who charged him with knife. People are like, ah, oh, fuck the police. It, it's nuts. <laughs> and I just, I, I, that's where we're at though right now. I mean, for instance, um, the governor, uh, King Polis of Camerado is being sued 
because we have a program, you know, for small businesses in the pandemic to give them money, which I don't agree with at all, but we'll get into that later. Apparently, the rules of this were give money to minority-owned businesses, and that's it. No, just give money to businesses. Who the fuck cares who owns them? I have never once given my business to a business based on the color of the person who owns it that I wasn't aware of. Now, there has been a couple times that people have been like, they put a BLM on their, like, you know, painted on their windows, and I'm like, I'm absolutely not going to your fucking store because you're crazy, and you're totally out of touch with reality, and you should never support capital BLM. Nope. And if you're not smart enough to know the difference, then, yeah, I do. I will, I won't patronize your store, or, you know, I will not be a patron of your store. I've done that. But I have never once, you know, gone into a barbershop and like, hey, he's black, I'm, yeah, I'm out of here. No. And these weren't even actually it happened at a ramen place of like BLM and it's like, I want to try this place. They weren't black, they were Chinese, Asian, whatever. And I'll never go there because if you're that stupid to support that cause, I'm not gonna support you. But you know, if you're the black guy who runs the donut shop or you know, if the Home Depot has a black manager, I don't fucking give I don't care. I will still go. Some of the best restaurants in Denver are ethnically owned, but they do not deserve the stimulus money above white businesses or, well, yeah, it's white because they're not minorities. And it just proves that, again, some of the best restaurants, the best restaurants I own are minority owned. There are very few white ones that are like, yeah, that is the best place to get tacos is down there at Cleasus' Tacos. Fuck no, dude. You go to Juan's. The best place to get Vietnamese food is not at Ben's Vietnamese. It's at Ho Chi Minh's. Shouldn't have said that. But you know what I mean. And I I go to these places all the time and I don't fucking care. I just want good, a good product. Circling back around the uh, Colorado legislature, whoever, whoever the fuck's coming up with this retarded shit says that, okay, so we're not going to give it only to minorities. We're just going to prioritize them. That's the same fucking thing. Do you not understand? That is racist in itself. If you give more, if you prioritize black businesses over white, that is racist. But yet we want to get rid of it. And it and people are just like, yeah, man, that's cool. It, and that's why I think y'all are stupid. Maybe not you all, but, you know, collectively y'all are stupid. And you voted for this shit. And you're just like, oh, this is right. It's not right. It's not, that's a logical fallacy of fucked up dumb. You're just like, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's how I feel about that. I'm pretty sure that we will talk far more about that. Let's see what else. Oh, yeah, Tiger Woods got hurt in a car wreck. I mean, it sucks. I don't think it should have cannibalized the news cycle like it did. I love Tiger as much as anybody else. Um, I actually love him because he's a good golfer. I don't care about his personal life. It sucks he was in a car wreck. I I hope he's fine. I don't want to hear about it for two days, though. It's just like the fucking airplane. Oh, God. So if you guys haven't heard, we had an airplane take off from DIA, which is our airport, and fly over a suburb of like North Denver Broomfield and one of the engines blew up and some stuff fell on the ground. It turned around and landed. 
That's exactly and literally what happened. Nothing more, nothing less. No one got hurt. Nobody died. Nobody even got hit by the debris. I mean, some guy's truck got fucked up. This has been in the news still today. And this happened, I don't know, a week ago? More points of why y'all are stupid. Who the fuck cares? To a certain extent, if you're not a complete fucking moron, you understand that all planes are designed to land land with one engine. That's why they always have more than one, you fucking idiots. So yes, it, it was newsworthy to be like, hey man, a plane took off from DIA, had some engine issues, some debris fell, it turned around, everything's fine. Maybe update people for the next three hours, because you, know, you might be t- tuning in the radio here and there. That being the story for the next week, that in Colorado, that was literally our news for the week. It was about this fucking plane. And it wasn't anything new. It was just the same shit repeated. And then it's going to snow here. So cover your fucking asses. And actually it is. It's I think, yeah, it is snowing now. And it's going to be bad tonight. So I will update you. Fuck, we'll try and get a podcast in this weekend. How this goes. I imagine it's going to be a shit show because I'm going to PT tomorrow in the morning. Um, it'll be an awful wreck. But it's just, it's, you know, we harp on things stupid people don't know any better about. The plane crash, Tiger Woods. Again, I love Tiger. I hope he's okay. It doesn't need to dominate a news day for three days. Oh, yeah, Biden put kids in cages, too. Heard about that? No? Of course not. Because it doesn't fit the agenda. Oh, I think that's it. Let's wrap it up. I, I, I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate the ones that watch. Um, find me on Twitter, at DutchTheBeast. I'd love to talk to you. You know, give me some insight. Like, hey, man, I love this part. I hate this part. I hate you. I love RJ or Blippo or whoever. Um, or... Dutch in Denver, Dutch the letter in Denver on Twitter, at Dutch Beach, at Dutch the Beast. That's personal Twitter. And then the podcast one is at Dutch in Denver, no I. Um, listen to us on YouTube, click that like. That helps us with the algorithms and crap. Anchor.fm slash Dutch the Beast, Apple iTunes, everywhere. Continue listening. Reach out, interact. If you want to be on the show, fuck, I'll talk to you for a little bit. We can hang out and have some fun. I really appreciate all this, guys. And uh, I'll see you next time. Bye.